Hey everybody, I'm Micah Rich. And I'm Olivia Kane. And welcome to the Weekly Typographic. A podcast where we discuss our favorite type and design news from the week. Hey Micah. Hi Olivia. Happy December. What? Shoot, Mm -hmm. I wasn't prepared for that statement. You're right. I mean, it's snowing outside. I don't know why I'm not shocked. It's snowing where you are. I'm so jealous. It's been snowing a couple days. It actually looks like springtime today because there was snow all over the ground, but it's actually sunny for the first time in two weeks. And uh, snow's starting to melt, so it feels like springtime. And frankly, it might be springtime. I don't know what time of the year it is. I mean, it's just like March 307th, you know. <laughs> right. That's what I'm feeling <laughs> these days. We have some exciting, fun stuff on the podcast today. Yeah, so we were talking about what we wanted to do for December. December being the last month of the year. You know, we've been doing this fun newsletter podcast all year. It's been a weekly occurrence for the whole year. And so we thought, what would be like a fun way to wrap up in December? And we had the idea that we could kind of go back and pick out some of the best of, of some of the coolest things that we have shared, a couple of things that we haven't shared yet of cool stuff we've found, but like kind of wrap it up in categories rather than our normal weekly pattern. Yeah, I think it'll be really fun. I am super excited about this week. We are doing our favorite free font finds from 2020. And when I say free, all the ones that we picked out are free for personal and commercial use. There are several that are open source, which is exciting. And, you know, these are ones that really stuck out to me. Many of them I have downloaded and have tested out and used and gave a little spin. So I can definitely highly recommend them. There's quite a few variable fonts in here, which Mm -hmm. is great to see that like coming and just expanding that whole field. But yeah, I'm really excited to talk about that. Before we get into our links, though, we have an important announcement. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, if you didn't catch it, we interviewed the great Karen Chang. A fantastic illustrator, designer, lives in Seattle and teaches about type design, who made one of the best textbooks that exists. Absolutely. Designing type. And we interviewed her because the second edition just came out, which is exciting and thrilling. Mike and I both got a copy. It's just full of really good stuff. Karen and her publishers were so generous to offer a couple books for a giveaway. And so... That giveaway was announced. We have a bunch of people that entered, which is really exciting. And now is the time for us to announce the winners. Very exciting. I I don't really know that we've ever done a thing like this before. So we got to pick one person, somebody in the U.S. with us, and one person who is international in a different country. What's super fun is that they're going to get different book covers. So I think one of the publishers has a red book cover and the other publisher has a white book cover. Me and Micah received the red book covers, which is very spicy and fun. (laughs) Here we go. Drum roll, please. Our two winners. Very exciting. We have Leslie Bensinger. Very nice. She wrote an awesome, beautiful little note. She's a she's working on a degree in graphic design right now. She's 66 and wrote, never too late, right? And totally not ever too late. She says she's always loved typefaces and has ideas in her head, but no knowledge of how to actually design them, which is perfect. 
because that's exactly what this book is going to help with. That's awesome. I'm super excited. So sweet. So lovely. And our next winner, our international winner, another drum roll, please, my friend. (laughs) From the UK, Zoe Liu, hopefully pronouncing that right. You have a beautiful name says she studied illustration and has always felt some kind of imposter syndrome when it comes to design. Loves the podcast, loves how accessible all of the resources that we've been sending are. And I think that's going to be really fun to see this book in an illustrator's hands to go from knowledge of how to draw to how to make a font. I think that's very exciting. Yeah, you are not alone, Zoe. I know a lot of illustrators that feel that way. And if you can harness the power of illustration and design, like you can just go far in this world. <laughs> Superpowers. That's but awesome. so th- those are our winners. And I definitely want to give a great thankful shout out to, there were hundreds of people who were like, hey, I want to learn. That's very cool. Yeah. And, you know, our lines are always open if, uh, you have any other like education questions, you know, any book recommendations, I will happily give mine. But hopefully we have some more giveaways in the future. If there's any authors listening right now that have a design book interested in, you know, providing for our audience, we would love to partner. Yeah, yeah, totally. So thank you to everybody who threw their name in the hat. Very excited to send these out. We will contact you independently uh, to get your information and whatnot leslie and zoe which means we get to move on to all the great free font finds from 2020 huh Huh? let's do it our first one i don't know how to pronounce but i'm gonna try my best (laughs) is the type family called piazzola p-i Thank you. I didn't know if it was like, it sounded like Piazzola, but I read a little bit about this type family. The actual name Piazzola is a tribute to Astor Piazzola, an Argentine musician, composer, and the central figure of the style called Nuevo Tango. Fun. It was designed by Juan Pablo del Peral for Huerta Tipografica, and it was Released this year, it's being distributed by Google Fonts. It's a super extensive, variable, open source serif typeface, and it is attractive. This specimen page that we're linking to in the newsletter is also so well laid out, beautifully typeset, and pretty interactive. So I also have to give kudos to that while we're mentioning it. I I love this site. This is such a good type spec. It was designed and coded by Lucia Domenech. Yeah, no, I mean, it's gorgeous. And there's great ways you can test out the variable weights. And I think there's optical size is also an axis as far as how it's a variable font. Any for As far as description of this font, I would say kind of reminds me of like chiseled type. Lots of sharp, distinct serifs. And especially on the thinner weights, they seem like quite you know, angular, but it's very well-crafted and beautiful and looks good in display sizes and text sizes. So, you know, very well-designed and I'm excited to start seeing this more and more in the world. I know it's been pretty well-received. I've been seeing a lot of people in design Twitter say nice things about it. So I think it'll start appearing on some design projects soon. You know what I love about fonts similar to this with that, with that like chiseled feel? is that when it gets to body sizes, it's almost always so readable 
and you don't notice the chisels in the way that you do when it's giant at display sizes. Like at display sizes, it's such a unique thing to see all the weird like notched curves and whatnot. And then it gets to these tiny type sizes and it's just elegant. Yeah, I think this is really gonna be quite versatile. Even this type spec shows just like so many different ways of this type getting formatted. And in the all caps tracked out, when it's talking about this is Astro Piazzolla, it's just like, it's really stoic. And like that paired with the italic, which is his own sort of like beautiful, elegant nature. Like, I just think this whole site is set in this one typeface and it feels like there's still so much variation, which is mm -hmm. like really great to see. This reminds me, I mean, this as a compliment, but this, like I grew up as a young designer loving the work of Hoffler and Freer Jones. And this feels like that quality, that level, like professional, wow, this is a beautiful, usable font that I could use in a million different ways. Right? I know. Maybe I'll have to think about typesetting the next league book in this. Ooh, it would look so good. Yes. I fully support yes. that. Okay. I'm excited to do that. All right. So definitely you want to check this out and hopefully we'll be seeing some projects with this font in use soon. Mm. Our next one on the list is not similar, but still worth lots of praise. And that is Morganite by Rajesh Rajput. And it is a free typeface with 18 styles. It's a very condensed sans serif. Reminds me of Lee Gothic, if we're going to try to like have someone envision this right now in their head. But just like so many different weights, which is great. Comes with italics, so very versatile. And this spec page, which is on Behance, shows all these different uses of all the different weights in editorial design and print design and movie posters. And they just make it look really dang good. I'm excited to add this to my Yeah, I love this. You know, I mean, Lee Gothic is one of my favorite fonts because I love a condensed Gothic typeface and one of the things that this this almost like goes in the extreme version that i wish that we could have gone with lee gothic when we were making it of like extremely tight extremely tall and with really interesting little pieces like you know the the leg of the g and like the kind of oval shape of of the numbers and i love seeing fonts in use as kind of inspiration of how you can use this thing and there's so many like all of these examples are movie posters or advertisements or like concert posters or album covers like there's so much of that in these examples i almost mm -hmm. wish i was looking at this on like a vertical tv because it's so beautifully vertical and large and and gorgeous yeah i mean it's really nice i'm just flipping through all the images at the moment everything is like looks so bold and just like looks so clean i would love to see this in like a fashion magazine or mm. any like really bold movie poster it pairs well with photography and i think that's what mm. most most of these example images are with you know maybe the photograph interacting with parts of the letter forms i think it really stands up well so 
this was a really fun one. And I do have to note this one, especially just being from 2018, the fonts that we're sharing today are not necessarily born and bred in 2020, but ones that we found in 2020, ones that we shared with our members. So like, if you love all this, all these fresh font finds that we're sharing today, definitely consider our membership because our members were getting all of these font finds throughout the year, which is great. And even this week, our members are getting these plus a bunch of other ones we found. Yeah. And I know as a human that is a member because I'm a contributor, maybe I'm a <laughs> default member. I'm constantly like looking through all my old league emails if I'm trying to find new typefaces. So mm. it's certainly a tool that I personally use. and I think our members do too. Totally. Cool. Next on the list, another gorgeous sans serif. And that is the open source variable font soulcraft by massimo studio i really like soulcraft i've i've actually put it into use for a logo once and have uh Ooh. used it in some other exploration and it really it carries a very contemporary feel to it i think my favorite part is that the variable axes are the slants and the widths and i think they do a really good job of designing how this typeface moves from condensed to extended i especially love the way that like the m moves from condensed to extended it kind of mm. like sprawls out almost like a spring and it has a really nice shape to it I like love it goes from straight legged when it's condensed to bow legged yeah like if you can picture like maybe like a scissor lift and think of how the scissor lift <laughs> has the crossbars if it's really condensed that's what it feels like but once it lifts up they're like reaching out and i think it actually looks pretty interesting with both the condensed and the extended letter form it's maybe set together it feels very modern and contemporary i was i guess i was just talking in the last one about how i love seeing fonts in use and this one's kind of tough because it's really all the same usage style like it's one style mm. in this spec where I mean, it's showing all of the different features with different colors and all that, but it all feels like one illustration of what you can do with it. And I would love to see, like, I mean, maybe just you can show me what you have done with it in different contexts, because that's what that's the kind of thing that really inspires me is seeing it in different contexts. I can show you that. I actually know this. I found, I found this font for us because... My friend Allie, who runs her organization, Be Okay, which I collaborate with a bunch, sent mm. me some working files, and this was the typeface that was missing. And I was like, oh, do you have this? And she's like, I do, but you can just download it online. And I was just like, it's an open source font that I don't know about, that someone <laughs> told me about? Oh, my God, I have to share it with the league. And then, like, also was able to see it in her designs, and it, it is, like, feels awesome in use so i will gather some image of you, micah also what's interesting i that just made me realize this is actually licensed under creative commons which is mm -hmm. different than most of the open source fonts that we find when we started the league way back in 2009 that was what we started with all of all of the very first mm -hmm. versions of our fonts we had fewer fonts then but they were creative commons and then we actually like talked to a handful of professionals who were like, oh, the SIL open font license is a lot more detailed for fonts, whereas Creative Commons uh, is a general kind of license for any kind I, of art. Yeah, because I, I didn't know the difference between those two, but that's pretty interesting. 
Yeah. Still, so, you uh, know, it still means you're allowed to use it. You just have to like read the license to make sure you that you're doing it correctly. Allowed to modify the font the way you can with open source license? Ooh, that's a great Sorry. question. They they link to the license. The license isn't included in the download, which you know might be hard for your organization, but it always exists online. And so it's the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International. And it says very clearly on their website, I, I love the Creative Commons website because it's so clear, is that you are free to share, to copy, redistribute in any medium or format and free to adapt, meaning remix, transform, build upon the material for any purpose, even commercially. Amazing. And, you know, all you have to do is give attribution, give appropriate credit. That's so cool. It's like yeah. you want to you know, put this into your font editor app, you can see all their interpolation or you can learn from, you know, where their Bezier curves are if you're interested in that. Like I love um, to see this as a learning tool, especially because it feels so fresh. Yeah, totally. Love that. Our next typeface might be one of my favorites. I'm pretty obsessed with it. I'm not going to lie. It's called Ghost Town. And this is a recent release. I think it was released in October um, of this past year. It was designed by, oh boy, I'm going to butcher their names. Omaros Panayides and Vasilis Georgiou. That's pretty good. I have no idea how accurate that is, but I applaud you. Names are hard. They are. It is a condensed... It's a condensed serif font that just, it's great. It has like these thin serifs kind of like pointing off of all of these letter forms. We were talking about Agatha Christie design for Agatha Christie a couple weeks ago. And like, this is in that list of like, this could be on a murder mystery poster and feel so that. right. Interesting. You know, I love it. I think it comes with this really adorable ghost glyph in it. Like, I really just think this reminds me of graveyards, although, like, I think it's more versatile than that. But I love this. I have downloaded it. I have <laughs> I posted it to the League Instagram before. I'm excited uh, to share it in our newsletter. I have to admit, I do not back your enthusiasm on this one. I think it's okay. interesting, but it is yet another instance where the website here doesn't do it justice of how you could use it. I could see how it could be used in a really awesome way. And I can think of even just like using it in mystery children's books or something like Ooh. that, you know? Yeah. Like, I do believe it has the potential to be that awesome as you are excited about. I wish I could see it. That's fair. It is really awesome in general because Greek, you know, acrylic characters like do not get enough love in type design. Yeah. And this, yeah. it opens by saying it has a uh, Greek and extended Latin character support, which is really awesome. It shows a bunch of samples of Greek lettering. And I, I remember one of the courses that we did last year I worked with a Greek book designer who like mm. needed some extra help and he was constantly struggling to find fonts with that character set just because it's never loved. Wow. Well, I did some digging and it looks like this project was funded by the Semiotics and Visual Communication Lab of the Cyprus University of Technology. So I love to see that it's coming from abroad and that it is available for peeps to use. It's free for personal and commercial use, but in the license, it does say selling or modifying font software is prohibited. No change in. 
but still you can, use it. You can do a lot with it. Yeah. Yeah. Our next one comes all the way from France, I believe. So we're going to take a little, we're going to fly over to France <laughs> as we do everything virtually this year. <laughs> In the league private um, jet. Oh, yes. It better have our logo. <laughs> and Hal, your cat, is yep. riding with us. See the He's pilot? He's the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Our next font is Carrick. And this is a typeface with a regular and italic. This also comes from Spooky Origins. <laughs> There's something in the type design water that everyone's like going to the graveyard and getting inspiration, which I've actually always wanted to do, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so this one's called Carrick. It, the name comes from mythology about this mythical creature of death. And I think it's like this cart that he rolls around is a squeaky cart and it's called Carrick. So some wild narrative behind it. But if you want some visual cues, it is a grotesque sans serif. There's some great source imagery they provide in this. It's based off of early sans serif type. And so you'll see that it's not totally adjusted for optical sizing. It has some irregular widths to letter form. So it doesn't feel exactly like your clean, perfect Helvetica. But I do think like there is some some nuanced character in it that feels a little bit historical, which I think is kind of hard to do sometimes with like a grotesque font immediately go to like history when you see one. I agree. Yeah, I think we're so used to seeing perfect Helvetica that when we see a grotesque, we assume it's that, but there's actually a lot of other interpretations and, and history behind that, right? Yeah. Um, this this site is set in both French and English. The English is in italics. And so you can get a feel for the typeface as you kind of read a little bit about the history of it and the creation of it as well. And weird twist, totally unexpected when I saw this is I guess as part of the spec or because they're just fun humans, they like made a text choose your own adventure game about the font. Like it's said in the font, it's like this fun little, you know, browser-based click through, like make this choice and move on to a different chapter with like very awesome illustrations. I don't know who did their illustrations, but it's great. Nice. Very cool. This font is open source. It was designed by Jean-Baptiste Morizot and Luca Lebihan. It was originally designed for Circle Magazine. That was, mm. I have a weak French accent wow. today. For their today. 2020 issue, which was dedicated to the topic of ghosts. So cool. I missed this one too. I, I didn't catch this when we published it. So this is new to me. I'd probably put it into the bank before we dispatch. <laughs> Very exciting. Our next one, I know we both equally love. Oh, and that this is like is, my favorite. Oh, it's so good. It's called Maragza. It's a display type based by John David Maza. Here's what he says. It's a semi-serif typeface that is display that owes its form to one of the accent marks used as a guide to the correct punctuation of the Filipino words. And if you're Filipino, it's called the Pacupia accent, whose tapered tips have sharp edges, hastily flowed strokes, and abrupt cuts in the characters. This is kind of in line with what we were talking about with Piazzola. Of, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> of kind of like the notches in the characters that look so unique and interesting when it's large and end up with this like unexpectedly beautiful experience reading it when it's tiny. Yeah, I love tracked out all uppercase of this font. 
scaled down and that paired with like a scaled up upper and lowercase version of this font. It looks real nice. I just realized why I love this so much. Besides it being a great font, I just realized it like subconsciously triggered a memory of a design that I really loved. And it's funny because this is like, you know, based on Filipino words, right? And it's supposed to be, you know, Filipino in origin. But what I see when I look at it is if anybody out there, especially my like UK friends out there, no dishoom it's this indian restaurant chain i know it's in london i know it's in edinburgh it's probably in a bunch of other places and it's kind of the whole branding is this beautiful antique like british colonialism in bombay india in the 30s and 40s like this indiana jones feeling thing and I remember looking at the design of the space of the menu and being like, this takes me to a different time. The way this typography sits, the colors they used, and this totally fits in with that where I just feel like I'm transported to a different time period when there was like this sort of subtle, classy nuance to the typography. Yeah. Wow. That's hearing that. Boom. I can see that like really being transformative. I mean, this typeface in general, all the specimen images they give are really great to see, really lovely, elegant. It goes with a lot. I love how it looks. He like pairs it with really grainy painterly photographs and puts uh, Maragza on top. That's, mm. that's really nice to see. So I know we featured another font of his in the newsletter, which is also free. So you have to dig around uh, on his Behance page to find that one. But definitely suggest he has some major talent. And I'm so excited to showcase it today. Great choice. Thank you. We're going to end on a high note. This was not a member exclusive. I think we shared a process article about this next typeface and that is recursive sans and mono honestly whenever i see this typeface i just smile it is like so versatile it is pretty innovative as far as we're going in the open source font land and variable font land there are five axes to this variable font you can change the cursiveness you can change the casualness you can change the weight you can change the slant you can change the spacing i think monospace axis is an axis which i didn't even know about i love the fact there's just like an axis for like the casualness like i've never even seen <laughs> a font that had that as an axis. Um, and this is a great specimen page. You can really see it's so versatile. Like I have a hard time uh, explaining this typeface because it is sometimes like serif, other times sans serif, other times monospace. Like when I say that it has a large range of personalities, I really do mean that. It can look scripty and brush lettering in some some instances or really refined and more straightforward sans serif in other instances yeah and this is a, this is such a beautiful playground to see what it's capable of the site mm -hmm. too like there's so many interactive pieces that show you like even right now i'm just casually dragging my mouse around this axis where you're seeing like weight versus casualness and so you can see at any point in the axis like if you combine these things it turns into a million different combinations of interesting outputs it's you can like drag sliders and see details when it hits certain moments of how 
you know, it changes from a two-story G to a single-story G, and there's there's just all these things to play with. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, major kudos to our friends over at Aerotype. That was the team behind this typeface, and you can just tell so much work and effort went into this. There's a lot of examples of it being used in like digital interfaces, which I think is exciting. I would love to also see what it ends up looking like on, you know, printed material. And I think that will kind of have its own way of being versatile. There's a lot to love here. And I think that I'm, I haven't totally played around with this in all its complexities, but I'm excited too. And you know what else is really cool? You kind of hit on it for a second. I've been talking to a client about working on a variable font documentation kind of project and it's shocking how not only are there like axes inside variable font technology that haven't really been utilized explicitly yet but you can also invent your own axes and like come up with these sliders that can totally change the personality this is such a beautiful example of making shit up and doing something because you want to do it, you know? I really think, like, this level of, like, showing how far you can push the boundaries will, like, open up a lot of people's minds. Is We start to see, like, more funky display faces getting put out into the world and getting used. I think that this is just, like, opening up our scope even larger for everyone in the type world. And I'm super excited to see what 2021 brings after all these great fonts we were able to find in 2020 gonna be wild it's gonna be so good wild um, so hopefully those were a couple that you hadn't seen before or maybe bookmarked and forgot about and didn't download so you can download them again like olivia said they are all free and or open source they're all available for you to use and that's part of what december is all about right giving out great stuff and helping the league become a bank of resources for our wonderful members and subscribers and humans who love type as much as we do. So dang much. So next week, we're going to have a whole other category of interesting things to share with you like this, but different. It's going to be a fun surprise. Fun. Oh, yes. All right, Micah. Fantastic as always. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. Share, subscribe, press the like button. <laughs> All that fun stuff that they say in the YouTube videos do it for us too. All right. We will see you all next week. Peace out. Bye. Bye.